Welcome to Supply Chain Radio. I'm Greg Kiefer, and today I'm joined in the studio by a very special guest, Michael Kabori from Levi Strauss, the VP of Sustainability at Levi's. Michael, welcome to the show. Thanks very much, Greg. Happy to be here. So you are the man of sustainability at Levi's, and maybe you could just talk a little bit very briefly about kind of where you've been, and and then we'll get into where you're headed next. But you know, how are you running or pushing the sustainability charge over at Levi's? Sure, Greg. Well, about 16 years ago, when I took up this role, sustainability at Levi's wasn't even called sustainability. It was called compliance. I mean, I was actually the director of what we called Vendor Code of Conduct. And so it was all about labor compliance in our factories around the world. And over the years, I think as we've seen the sustainability movement evolve, our program has evolved right along with it. And after a few years of focusing on vendor compliance, we added the whole environment, health and safety team to my group. And then we really began to integrate into what I would call today a fully integrated sustainability team that looks at not only labor standards and working conditions in factories, but also what is the environmental impact? How much water and energy do those vendors use? What's their solid waste and how do we reduce that and so forth? And the other thing that's been happening as we've evolved is a focus not just on the factories that are producing our products, but also looking upstream. What about the fabric mills? What about the raw materials? What about how cotton is grown? So these are all things that have really come on to the stage over the past 10 years. Right. And I mean, you've got a big organization now over at Levi's. I think you told me there's 20, 30 people. This is a brand initiative in many ways, correct? That's right, Greg. I mean, it started out as a supply chain initiative. I report at Levi's to our chief supply chain officer. So for me, that's ideal. The supply chain owns the responsibility of not only delivering the right product at the right price at the right time at the right place, but they also own that responsibility of making sure that product was made sustainably. So that's the ideal organizational setup, responsibility structure for sustainability in my mind. It certainly worked for us. But to your point, these days, sustainability is evolving from simply supply chain focused to something that the entire company is rallying around. Right, right. And obviously, sustainability is talked about in corporate circles intensely these days. You're in a catbird's position having led this at a very large, successful company. Where is it? Where's it going? What's next? What do you see as some of the big things that will be happening in the coming year, 18 months? Greg, I think there's probably three things that are happening. One is continuing acceleration of this trend towards going beyond your vendors, looking upstream, right? So increasing attention on mills, dye houses, how cotton is grown. At least for our industry, that's something that's going to continue. The second thing that I see happening is the expectations are going up among consumers, among other stakeholders. It's not enough anymore to just do no harm. We as brands need to think about how do we go beyond doing no harm? How do we actually try to make the world a better place, restore the environment? How do we actually try to make workers' lives better? We have this program we started five years ago called Improving Worker Wellbeing, where we work with our vendors to identify worker needs and then 
have providers come in that provide worker training on health issues or on financial literacy so that workers actually have a better life. It's not just protecting their rights and doing the compliance thing, but making sure that workers have a better life as a result of our involvement in them and their vendors. Obviously, companies such as Levi's and others are sourcing in the third world, and there's a reputation that, you know, in China, they just pollute, you know, and I don't believe that. I mean, is it true that the sustainability mandates and needs from corporate America or corporate Europe that are sourcing overseas, is it finding its way into the environment over there, and are they taking the corrective actions to get to a place where it's more like it is here in the U.S., or how do you see that unfolding in the developing world? Well, we certainly see, Greg, that millennials all around the world, doesn't matter if it's a developed country market like the U.S. or Europe, or developing country markets like China, all of those millennial consumers are concerned about sustainability. They're concerned about the environment. And so it is something that is permeating our global operations and something we're very concerned about. The other thing I wanted to come back to, that I mentioned there were three things that are coming. The third thing is this trend that we see where governments are actually beginning to pull back from their traditional role as regulators or protectors of people in the environment. I mean, we see that certainly in in the United States. And I think as governments do that, for example, you know, our president is calling for a withdrawal from the Paris Accords on climate change. What I see is the corporate sector actually stepping in to fill that void. And we were part of a group of literally 900 companies here in the U.S. that signed a letter to the president saying, look, it's in business's interest to reduce our carbon footprint and reduce global warming. So we believe we need to stay engaged in the Paris Agreement. And I think that's something that as, again, as government begins to pull back, from some of these traditional responsibilities, the corporate sector is going to step into that and stand up for what they believe, I think, not only on the environmental side, but we're seeing it on the the social side, too, on a number of issues. Right, right. I mean, consumers are going to demand it, and people that work at the corporates are consumers and want a, a green earth regardless, right? So let the companies do what the governments can't. Exactly. And, you know, I think that it is a huge opportunity for the private sector, actually, to begin to think about our role in society very differently than we have traditionally. Right, right. Well, Levi is at the forefront, and I congratulate you and your efforts, and hopefully we'll have you back on the show in the near future to get an update from you. It's been a pleasure, Greg. Thanks very much. Thanks for coming in, Michael. This is Supply Chain Radio, and we are signing out. <laughs>